For tonight's sleep story, we will be focusing on the idea of goals and dreams and the satisfaction that comes from achieving them. What does it mean to us when we achieve a lifelong dream? Is it a striking moment of triumph or is it something calmer, more resonant and satisfying? Lay back in your bed, feel your arms and legs as they grow heavy under the warm covers. Take a deep, relaxing breath and as you breathe out, let go of any tension that has built up throughout the day. When you're ready, close your eyes, relax, and we'll begin. The deep rumble began, like softly rolling thunder echoing from beyond the horizon. It grew from below, rising in volume and pitch until Arthur could feel it resound in the center of his chest. He thought that he would be full of fear and apprehension, but in this moment, when everything was beyond his control, he felt himself surrendered to the calm. Around him, the rocket purred, vibrated, and began to shift ever so slightly. Above him, a red light slowly faded to black. Ever since he had been young, Arthur had been dreaming of this moment, and now he was seeing all his hard work pay off. The red light gradually lit up again, and as it did, the countdown echoed in Arthur's ears. Five, four, three, two, one. As the countdown ended, he felt the rumbling grow stronger and a weight settled over him. He felt himself pressed back into his chair as if a thick, cozy blanket had been draped across his chest. He became acutely aware of his arms and the way they lay heavily across the armrests. His legs settled firmly into the padding and his boots pressed squarely against the floor. The rocket was lifting off. The cockpit chair was thickly cushioned and as the craft gained altitude, he felt himself sinking deeper and deeper into the padding. The size of the ship and the sheer amount of power rumbling away beneath him made him feel small, almost childlike, but the way it cradled him made him feel safe. The earth fell away below him and he rose up in the moment that had erupted him since he had been a child. The red light slowly faded to black. The interior of the ship fell into darkness. He thought about his grandfather. He'd already been very old when Arthur was born. He'd been a tough man with skin like a walnut and a gruffness about him that had been worn smooth by time. Despite having spent years as a recruit instructor in the army, striking fear and discipline into new recruits, in his golden years, he preferred the peace and quiet. This led to many long walks in the country, out in the green fields behind the home he had built for himself and Arthur's grandmother to spend their retired years. 
as the sun would set amongst the grain and the first stars would glint in the sky, he began to develop a vibrant curiosity in the celestial, an interest Arthur inherited. The red light grew bright once again. Now, sitting in his chair in the cockpit at the head of the rocket, Arthur smiled as he pictured himself as a young boy tumbling out of the back door onto the porch following his grandfather, arms wrapped around a telescope. Together, they walked away from the golden puddle of light spilling from the house and made their way out into the fields where the dancing lights of the night sky would be bright and clear. Arthur would secretly pretend that the large wooden house was the safety and comfort of Earth, and the dark fields he and his grandfather ventured into was the darkness of space. He felt tethered to the house, knowing he could always find his way back to safety, but free to explore the wilderness outside. They would set up their telescope in a small clearing in the corn not one that had been intentionally cut out, but one that their repeated dedicated presence had worn into the ground. For hours, they would sit out in the warm night air as the crickets chirped around them and the night slowly came to life. Bats would flutter through the air, owls would hoot, and foxes would stalk the line where the field met the trees. But Thursday, Arthur and his grandfather only had eyes for the blanket of velvety blackness stretched above them. His grandfather would point to the different stars and teach him to identify them, one by one, constellation by constellation. Night after night, they worked their way across the scattered dusting of stars. Alpha Centauri, Tau Ceti, Epsilon Eridani names that meant nothing to his classmates, but became like friends to him after hours sitting outside with his grandfather. Arthur, he said, in a voice much bolder and louder than you'd expected from his slight old frame. The universe is bigger than you or I will ever know but I expect that your generation will be able to truly venture forth into that unknown. It was this tantalizing prospect that had led Arthur to chase the dream of reaching the stars throughout his life. The red light dimmed and the glare on the window faded, giving him a clear view. Outside his window, as the atmosphere thinned and gravity's fingers relaxed about the rocket, the bright blue expanse faded into the thick velvet of a night sky. Peppered with hundreds and thousands, an uncomfortable number of tiny pinpricks of light, the universe opened up to him and to him alone. He gripped the arms of the chair and, was it fear? Excitement, apprehension. Arthur wasn't sure what he was feeling. It was the momentousness of the occasion. All his life's work 
and dreams coming together to pay off in a single point in time. He breathed in deeply and slowly let it out. He relaxed and enjoyed the triumph of seeing the stars closer than most anyone else on Earth had ever had the chance to. And it was all down to his hard work. His fate was now in the hands of the rocket in which he had sat. Technically, of course, it was called a space shuttle. However, despite all the years of study and training of working with leading scientists and aeronautical professionals, Arthur would first and foremost, in his heart of hearts, think of the shuttle as a rocket. The word conjured up the delight and wonder he felt as a child. The tantalizing fantasy of bursting up from the ground, exploring the stars and adventures he might have in space. The red light glowed in the gloom around him and the humming of the engines already fading into familiarity cradled him. He let his head back into the cushioned rest, his eyelids heavy when an incredible sight drifted into view. The green and blue earth floated below him, gleaming in the sunlight. The clouds reached up to him like an extended arm out in farewell, looking down on the earth from above. Arthur was struck at its own independence. It was easy to think, with your feet planted on the ground, that the earth was static, that it was the center of all things. But the earth was on its own journey, spiraling and turning endlessly, falling through the velvety void towards a goal only it can see. It was an image Arthur could relate to, he had had plenty of friends growing up, had been part of sports clubs, even joined a band for one misspent teenage summer. But none of his friends ever seemed to be as ambitious as he was. And now, years later, his efforts were turning into achievement. He imagined what he'd look like from below, a single point of light threading its way up through the atmosphere, becoming lost in the light show above. Could he still be seen? Or had he flown too far away? Was there, even now, a child looking up at the sky, dreaming dreams as big as his? The time seemed to pass quicker than he could ever have predicted in his small capsule. Before long, the noise from the engine faded, and as it did, the oddly comforting pressure that had pinned him to his chair relented. He rose a few centimeters out of the chair before the straps held him close. The weight of his arms had disappeared. The seat released its cushioned hold on him. The rocket was slowing down and it meant his destination was near. Outside the window, a large shadow loomed 
His craft drifted between two spokes of the station, reaching out like arms to welcome him. In the distance, large panels stretched outwards from the bulk of the station, catching the sunlight and turning it into power. Closer and closer, the rocket drifted until, with a gentle bump, it locked itself to the large station. Now, his destination was just on the other side of the door. The adventure he had dreamed of since he was a child, playing in the fields behind his grandfather's house, was about to become a reality. The red light above him blinked and turned green 